Welcome to the Moonbooks Publishing Podcast. I'm Brandon Mullins. I started Moonbooks around 2005, I believe. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I have trouble keeping track of time. On this podcast, I'll be discussing book publishing, uh, my journey to becoming a book publisher from not having an idea of what book publishing entailed to teaching myself throughout the years, helping authors get their works out, um, putting together um, anthologies with the help of a plethora of horror authors over the years, um, getting to know some amazing people like Dana Fredsty, Jonathan Mayberry, Thomas Malafarina, Christina Engela, Kat Dahman, uh, just tons and tons of people. And I'll probably have a few of them on the podcast from time to time to discuss writing and uh, I'll cover marketing and just whatever else I think is cool. Maybe I'll even delve into video games or video game publishing. Uh, I'm sure I will branch off on other things, go down rabbit holes, uh, put clips of old radio shows in unexpected places, uh, advertise upcoming audiobooks that I'm producing, um, just all kinds of things. And if you ever have any questions, uh, send a message in. I will have a link eventually prepared, so it will be easy for people to record messages. But this is the first episode, so I am woefully unprepared and have no idea what I'm doing. So, enjoy this. Storm Area 51. Let's see them aliens. Who doesn't remember that? What a phenomena that was. To create a Facebook event that would capture the imagination of so many people, be broadcast on so many news networks, in so many articles online, on so many podcasts. It it was insane. And if it had happened the way that it was portrayed, it would have been most likely a massacre, <laughs> unfortunately. But I thought, what a great idea for an anthology of science fiction stories. So I hunted down some of the best and brightest authors and put together an anthology. One of these authors, Christina Engela, one of the most unique science fiction authors out of South Africa, lended me one of her stories and I'm going to share a small portion of that with you. As read by Jonas Galway, a narrator out of the UK. Another friend of Moonbooks. I use him 
on as many projects as possible. He is a an excellent audiobook narrator and is looking to get into video game narration. And I see nothing but brightness in his future. So, enjoy this small clip of Christina Angela's story from the See Them Aliens anthology. The Storming of Area 51 by Christina Angela. It was a Friday, but not just any Friday. It was Friday the 20th of September 2019, and somewhere in the wide open spaces of Nevada, just off Route 375, often called the Extraterrestrial Highway. A crowd had gathered outside a gate manned by quite a large assembly of armed military personnel. The first people had arrived just before sunrise that morning, and the rest had turned up rapidly after that in drips and drabs. In fact, the biggest single grouping to arrive at one time came in three rented tour buses carrying plates from Alaska. It was now a little after 9am, and the crowd still appeared to be growing steadily as more and more people arrived, and as they did, each individual added to the flavour of it, like a grain of spice added to a stewing pot of diversity. English wasn't the only language heard that morning. The discerning ear could pick up French, German, Italian, Spanish, and even Dutch and Russian were among them. But regardless of where they'd come from, they'd left their vehicles parked loosely to gather on either side of the road and walk to the rest of the way. Just about 50 metres or so, on foot, to join the gathering. Consequently, the immediate countryside was left littered with trucks, bikes, buses, and vehicles of all kinds and colours. There was a real carnival atmosphere as people milled about excitedly. This was the big happening of the day. This was the place. This was the time. It was Storm Area 51. Next is a trailer that I am so excited about. I've entered in a publishing contract to publish all of Christina Engela's books, which includes doing her audiobooks. So, I hunted down Nigel Peeper. Quite an amazing narrator. I cannot wait to work with him more in the future. Galaxy is the first series that we are working on. An amazingly fun science fiction series. If you like Doctor Who, Star Trek, Red Dwarf, you'll like Galaxy. But the first book in the Galaxy series, Blackheart. Blackheart. I don't know how to pronounce it. Blackheart. Blackheart. I don't know. I'll have to ask Christina. I'm sure Nigel is pronouncing it properly, though, even if I'm having difficulty with it. But check out this first five minutes of Blyheart. Blyheart. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, quite, I'm 
quite blown away by it, quite honestly. Uh, one of the most fun things I've worked on. Yeah, it's quite an honor. But check it out. Enjoy. Blackheart. Galaxy Book One. Written by Christina Engeler and narrated by Nigel Peaver. Blackheart. Imagine, if you will, space. Just think about it. As frontiers go, this is probably the most final of them all. Not because it may be the last frontier, but because as long as we try to cross it and explore it, we take it with us. No matter how far we go, the frontier will always be just that much ahead of us, tantalizing our curiosities. Thus we can never really cross it, insofar as just push it back a little. The universe is so vast, so immense, we can never expect to explore it at all. It is, in effect, not so much a final frontier as an ultimate frontier. The ultimate frontier. As wide as it is deep, stars shine coldly in the unimaginable blackness. Out of the darkness, a tiny speck caught the distant light of stars. A tiny grey speck that, as it moved, seemed to grow larger, catching the light just so, until it revealed itself to be a ship. Michael D'Angelo groaned where he sat slumped in his chair. The irritating noise was unsettling his pet dog lying on his lap. The wickerwork garden chair creaked pleasantly under him, and some native earth birds made pleasant sounds above, while the cool wind wafted over him as he lazily... Wait a minute. Reality kicked in after marking its spot position vacant for the short and pleasant while. He groaned mournfully as he found himself staring at the inside of his own eyelids. The first thing that occurred to him was the terrible bone-racking pain running up and down his spine. Pain? No, curiously enough. It was the memory of it that seemed to hurt so much. Maybe that's what scared him. Or... Perhaps it was the creaking of the ship, which consisted of tons of normally strong and silent high-tech uranium, durastress and titanium materials which surrounded him. He opened his eyes and looked around. The smoke had cleared up except for the wisps rising from what until very recently had been his mac. <sighs> the last thing he remembered was... was... What did he remember? Bright flash. There was a noise like... like... Someone frying crisps, actually. Weaver had suddenly gone rigid, screaming, then glowed a bright yellow, which alternated with a luminous blue and neon pink. It was a rather nice blue, he remembered. What the hell was that? Oh, yes. The surge of pure energy that had pulsed through the ship. Of course, it did pass through Weaver on the way. He was surprised there was a body at all, considering the kind of power that it conducted before almost burning out like a spent fuse. What else? 
The ship-wide alarm was blaring, still blaring to be more accurate. It was an annoying, soulless mechanical sound that reverberated down the corridors of the ship, his ship, and signified an emergency, or, as in this case, total disaster. Stealing himself, Michael lifted his head off the hard deck he'd been lying on, turning it carefully from side to side just to make sure his neck wasn't broken. It wasn't, he concluded, and carefully sat up. Then, coughing from the electromagnetic dust in the air, he shook his head, praying that the dull thumping wasn't an indication that it might fall off. He rose slowly to his feet, eyeing the smoking remains rather sadly. Michael D'Angelo struggled for a decision. He had to contact the bridge, if he mused. There was still a bridge. The lights were still on. The gravity net was still operating. The communications panel in the wall in front of him seemed to be working, but there was just no answer from the other end. He tried again, anyhow. D'Angelo to the bridge. Silence was the only reply he got. D'Angelo to the bridge. Answer me, Jang. He got the same result. There seemed to be no other solution but to go there himself. There was nothing more he could do here anyhow. He couldn't hope to assess the damage, but he realized it must be pretty bad. At least things like lights and the doors still worked. And that damned alarm. All right, we're at the end of the podcast. If you want to send a message in, um, you want to be heard on the air, or if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, maybe you're an author, you want to know how to get started, or how to get started with audiobooks, marketing, Amazon's KDP platform, send a message in using uh, the link bit.ly slash message moonbooks. That's bit.ly slash m-e-s-s-a-g-e-m-o-o-n-b-o-o-k-s. And send a message. Until next time, I'm Brandon.